Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Mind Your Step podcast. This is episode number six, and today I'm going to be revisiting one of my blog posts from my blog, OK Astray. I wrote this post on October 5th, 2017. I was 24 years old, newly married, and off on a new chapter of my life. My partner and I were now living in two different hemispheres. (laughs) Sean, my husband, was back in Australia, and I was in the United States going into a new chapter of my life. Um, I had gotten a job and I was going to be leaving for that job in November and I could just feel that it was going to be life-changing and was going to be doing something that I knew I was going to love, working with kids, working outside in Keystone, Colorado. I was at this funky in-between. I was living in my hometown in Hornell, New York with my parents for the end of September, October, and beginning of November before I left for Colorado. So I had this space between where I was exploring this small town that I knew so well, knew it like the back of my hand, but it was from the point of view of only me this time. Growing up, I would be romping around with my friends, getting into mischief or just being in school and having the influence of my coaches, my peers, my parents, and my family constantly surrounding me. But this time around, um, I was newlywed, graduated from school, had had a couple of jobs that kind of pointed me in the direction of my dreams. And I had this two-month period to reflect and anticipate. And I found a lot of grounding in the stillness of it all, this quiet lull. And I turned to my journal, I turned to my yoga, and just kind of started going inward to make some sense of what was to come in this new chapter. I was at that in-between stage of being independent and also being codependent with my new partner. And it's just a kind of scary tipping point in your life when you're not really sure how to live in this new way, which maybe some of you can resonate with. So this post that I'll read is called TGIF, number one, A New Agreement, inspired by Brené Brown and The Good Things, written by me, October 5th, 2017. I've been contemplating lately what will become of this ever-changing path of growth and self-improvement. For the last four weeks, I've been diving deep into myself figuring out what it is that makes me feel good every day, my rituals, and what makes me acknowledge our bond with the moment. I've reconnected with friends I've had for years, with my parents, with my dog. All of these beings whom I've physically been away from for what seems like quite a long time. 
I've been revisiting hiking trails around my quiet little town, seeing them in all their autumnal glory. Running around the streets and hills where my friends and I used to crash our bikes, carve on our longboards, and drink 40s behind abandoned buildings. All of these reconnections have brought on a new theme in my life, enjoying the good things. The people I love and that love me too. The appreciation for the maple leaves and the green moss. The dogs that constantly smile, bopping down the trails, looking back at me to make sure I'm all good. There's something to be said for the environment that takes care of me and continues to shape my world. And no matter where I go, where the journey leads, this little world is with me, always. I was skimming through Brené Brown's The Gift of Imperfection, an awesome book written in a way that you can directly apply the content to your life straight away. I came across a bit about happiness and joy. She writes, Happiness as an emotion that is connected to circumstances and joy as a spiritual way of engaging with the world that's connected to practicing gratitude. So this is a sort of raw post. I'm going in for a moment and writing my first TGIF. Brené Brown talks about a journaling technique she came up with called TGIF. She writes these posts most Fridays as a reminder of why life is magical and to hold an appreciation for ordinary, joyful moments. TGIF is an acronym for Trust, Grateful, Inspire, and Faith. She writes, I believe a joyful life is made up of joyful moments gracefully strung together by trust, gratitude, inspiration, and faith. And so here's my take on this gratitude practice to cultivate more joy in the ordinary moments. Trust. Trust in my drive and determination to make my plans and my dreams come into fruition over the next few days, months, and years. I trust in myself and the people I love and care about to support me in these endeavors. Grateful. I am grateful for the ability to have and pursue possibility, the gift of knowledge, and the privilege of education and a positive, ambitious mind. I am grateful for my tribe. Inspire. The women in my life inspire me to be the best me, day in and day out. Also, women I look up to from a distance, who have not only made their dreams a reality, but are giving back to their communities in the process. And faith. Faith in the power of focus and breath that a consistent yoga and awareness practice will connect me with my inner spirit and the spirit in others. And finally, one last bit on faith. I think some people are afraid to open up to the vulnerability of having faith. Faith is what has guided and protected the human race since the beginning of time. It'd be foolish to give it up now. If we have a little more faith in the simple moments and learn to understand we have more than we think we do, maybe more joy will come from that. And that ends the post. So I guess I know that's a lot to take in in just 
me reading that out loud. But um, I think this, what I've written a couple of years ago, kind of speaks to where we're at right now with the current state of the world community. And of course, I have some level of privilege um, in comparison to, you know, other families, people living through this time that's um, it's happening now. But I definitely think that those little things that might bring us a little bit more joy each day can be found in the simplest of, of um, matters. They don't have to be material. They don't have to be anything extraordinary. But a part of this whole post and Brené's message is sort of magnifying those things that we would consider ordinary and making them extraordinary in terms of just our perspective of how we're seeing them. And um, for a while, I think I was just being quite stubborn and I was out on a little jaunt the other day and I was thinking about my current state here and how for so long I resisted um, living in a place that I didn't think suited me. And I came to the conclusion that it's really just how I approach it and what I can make of the situation that I'm in and make it turn adversity or something that you don't feel comfortable in into a joyful experience in any way that you can. And I kind of came up with um, a little quote of my own in my head and it was, I'm not a monkey in a cage, but a monkey in a new habitat. So for a long time, I felt like the I had these walls up around me and I couldn't get to the things that I loved to do. But it was really just taking a look around at what I did have and um, noticing I wasn't in a cage, I was just in a new place. And that doesn't have to apply to a physical place. It could be a mindset could be a situation that you're in. Um, so I think this kind of time of uncertainty allows us to take a step back and maybe have a new perspective on what we consider comfortable. It's really all just part of our human experience. And every day people are thrown challenges or things that maybe feel like they're going to last a little bit longer than they should or longer than you'd like them to. But I guess the lesson that I learned um, a couple of years ago was that there's, an, there's another side to it all. And um, there really is that point where things start to shift and start to change if you believe that they can and you have a vision for yourself and where you'd like to be. So instead of speculation, it's, a, I guess, a form of introspection. And you really do create your future. And it definitely takes time. It takes a big dose of patience, but also a big old dose of faith. So something that I did... 
um, during that time was a lot of yeah journaling and writing down things that um, I wanted to do with my life, even if I, at the time I didn't feel they were possible uh, financially or just um, where I was physically. But something I wish that I would have done, and I'll probably do now, I haven't done this, but I thought of it the other day, and um, I'd like to do it, and I thought I'd share it with you guys, is write a cover letter for your dream job. So I guess this is, this could be a job, an opportunity, a trip you want to take, um, someone that you'd like to meet, um, or a job maybe that you already have and want to just reinstate to yourself why you deserve to have the job that you're in. And this can just be a little confidence booster to remind you of all your great qualities and all the great things that you've done to get yourself to where you are now. Just a nice little brief moment of reflection um, and writing it down on paper that you want something and that you deserve it. And it just helps to establish that sense of self-worth that maybe we all might be lacking a bit of just with the current state of the world. So good luck with that little uh, journal entry assignment (laughs) that I've, I guess, just given you. (laughs) I'm kind of just rambling here, but um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, coming to a close here. Um, but I thought that I'd draw back in from some of the first couple episodes that I did of the podcast and do some eyes, ears, and heart. So, um, something that I've been watching recently, Sean and I have been watching, uh, self-made. It's the story of Madam CJ Walker and, it's about a African-American woman in 1901 who decides to open her own line of hair care products. And it's just like a really great, empowering uh, show. It gives a little history of the African-American community in the States um, during some pretty troubling times for their community. I am definitely learning a lot. So thank you, Netflix. <laughs> and ears i've been listening to the adventure stash which is an adventure podcast on um this guy payson from red bull just interviews lots of great athletes and people doing good stuff in the more underground i guess athletic community so like outdoor sports um mountain biking running (laughs) all the things that I'm obsessed with. And a podcast I finished today called The Poet Laureate of Running, Ricky Gates on Endurance on endurance and Empathy. It's a rich role podcast, and Ricky Gates is just an amazing um, runner who ran across the country. His book came out today, actually, and um, just doing some like different things with running rather than just like going out and running the hardest races that um, the world has to offer. He's really getting down to the community level and being on the ground and um, getting to know the places where he runs a lot of miles in. So yeah, it's a good, a really good podcast. And on to heart. 
um, something I care deeply about right now. I um, recently made an investment in a new two-wheel bicycle, (laughs) Um, and I realized there's a lot of really awesome mountain biking trails around Perth, Um, so I've been getting out on that, which has been super fun with my friend Claire, and there's a lot of whooping involved, and yeah, it's just a great time, (laughs) and I've been super into that lately. Um, still keeping up with uh, my running, and we got a new dog, a new foster dog named Ollie, and he's crazy, and super fun little puppy. And other than that, I guess my heart is just um, hoping that everyone's doing all right with COVID-19 on the loose, and um, my heart goes out to all the families affected by this pandemic, and uh, it's just, it looks so different for everybody. And I'm super grateful that uh, for me personally, it hasn't hit home super hard, but I know that that's not the case for everyone. So if you're dealing with it, um, I just send you peace and I hope that it all turns out on the other end. All right. And we'll see what happens. It's a big question mark. And I guess that does it for today's episode. Um, Whoa, my throat just made a weird noise. Um, So (laughs) if you are enjoying the podcast and want to hear more, I'd love any ideas or things that you guys want to hear. I'd love to do some more interviews. So let me know if that's something that you're interested in. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep letting uh, my little brain bubbles come up and just record something when I feel the urge to, (laughs) which is kind of how it's been going. And it's more just like, I guess, a personal record at this point, but we'll see where it goes. And I look forward to the podcast growing and more ideas coming through and um, yeah, more connection. So if you want to check out the blog post that I read earlier in the podcast, head on over to okastray.wordpress.com. You can find a whole archive in there. I'm trying to get that cleaned up a little bit so it's a bit easier to skim through the um, the posts that I have up there. But if you scroll through, um, maybe one of the titles will catch your eye and you'll want to delve in. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to hear from you on some platform in some way, shape, or form. And take care. And mind your step. Silent nerves and pain.
silent nerves and heads 